Hey guys, awesome episode today. We're talking about saying hello on apps, virgin issues, and breakups before Valentine's Day. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from New York City's Harlem. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this whole thing works. That's right. We got a crowd in here. We got a studio audience. They come out every week. It's free. It, it, it really is free to show up and be a part of the studio audience. It's like Fallon, where you just have to get in. You got to just get yourself here. You got to be in the line early enough to make it into the live studio audience. No standby. No standby. So we send people away every episode. So it's nice to have everyone here. Listen, it's, it's really nice that you guys are enjoying. It feels like the audience is growing, Shelby. It does. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, it, it, but doesn't it? Like, it feels like, I, I feel like the UUP kind of blew up and it's still on a, it's a rocket ship. But then we get the people that are like trickling over let's, to J Train. Uh, let's see what else this guy's got to offer. Yeah, let's see what else this guy does. Maybe it's a little different. And, you know, I bring on new guests every episode and then the guests have been really rocking it lately. And I, I think we give people variety that maybe they're looking for. It's a. Uh it's diverse. It's not forced diverse. There are a lot of different opinions, different Shelby styles. Shelby always bringing politics into these things. Oh, come on. Forced diverse. I like that. You know what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. No, these are natural friendships and natural guests that we would bring on to discuss these luxury issues of the listeners. It's a diverse and flavorful city. It the is. Po- the podcast reflects that. I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. Shelby's writing the new campaign for the city of New York. Shelby's one of de Blasio's marketing guys. I, 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 I got to say, though, it is very cool that people are enjoying J-Train in a different way than maybe you up and other things that we do. So keep spreading the word. I, I want you guys to keep telling friends. Keep making your Instagram stories. That's, the in, that's an uninvasive way to tell someone. Someone comes to you and goes, you got to watch this TV show. And you go, you judge that. But you go, fuck you. I don't want to watch your TV show. You make it your Instagram story. Someone goes, oh, look at that. This guy does stuff. I liked your Bachelor Instagram story last week. Well, that was last night. Well, yeah, this will be last week as we we tape this. I'm just, you know, change is tough, Shelby. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nothing tougher than a little bit of change. And I've been live tweeting The Bachelor for a long time, but now Instagram stories might be the place to put those live commentaries. I don't know what to do. It really broke the whole show down in a way that, was just so easily digestible. It, it, this, uh, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I, I'd i invite your feedback, people, on those live Instagram stories versus the live tweets. The live tweets are more exhausting than the stories because it's a lot of writing. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to spell shit. The, the live Instagram stories along with The Bachelor, it's just me, you know, kind of riffing. I can, it's really just more getting the camera and to go while I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the only thing I have to worry about. But we're going to keep, you know, that's what I do. 
You know, if you're out there and you're listening to this show, this show didn't start as one thing and stay as that thing. It's so it's a completely different. thing. We've evolved. Mm-hmm. You know, Shelby didn't even exist here years ago, and now look at he's a he's a a a fixture on the show, and that's why I want to announce something. Uh oh, huge announcement! Here Get we that, go. Ring that bell, Shelby. Ding, ding, ding! I keep okay. forgetting to add a bell every I, week. We gotta get a bell. Where's the dong? Isn't there something we can play? Announcement time! It takes a while to find this bell. It does. Shelby has so many sound drops. I that had he, it right. You gotta here. start categorizing these things. I had it. Or right we gotta here. get you a. There it is. Big announcement time. Um, we laugh Boston. Uh, I'm coming to Boston February 28th through March 2nd. And the shows have sold so well that they've added a live podcast. The live podcast is going to be early, 5 o'clock on Saturday, March 2nd. It's going to be completely different than all the other shows. We're going to have special guests. We're going to do dating app profile makeovers. If you want your dating app profile makeovers, send it to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We're going to do deal reveals. If you have a text exchange that you can't figure out, We'll bring you up. Let's talk it out. And uh, we're trying to work on some special guests. I'm trying to figure out if I can find someone local, someone fun that can come on. And I will be joined by his first road podcast with the J Train podcast. Shelby Royce will be joining me. Give it up. I mean, very exciting. Crowd a little late here. Look at the crowd goes wild. What an honor. Shelby, you'll be there with me. Um, It helps me. Look at the crowd. It's just ravenous. They can't believe it. How how do you feel about this? I feel unbelievable. You're going to get put up in a a hotel. (laughs) You're going to get sent up there. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. A road gig. What do you think? I'm a road dog now. Road dog. You made it. Mm -hmm. Now, it's great for me because... This is very, I don't have to, you know, worry as much. These live podcasts stress me out. How do you feel? What do you, what do you think you, we're going to bring to the table? Our usual banter. Our usual just classic back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have you in the booth because at Laugh Boss, they have an actual booth. Okay. So we can have you in there, you know, over the God mic, which would be fun. I feel like God. Yeah. You, you will in this room because the fans keep asking about you. I, I know, I, I can imagine. Everywhere I go, where's Shelby? So if you're coming to Boston, if you want to add another J-Train podcast, if you want to come to the J-Train podcast live, it's March 2nd. I think there are tickets still available. Um, other shows will all be stand-up, but if you're already going to the stand-up shows, maybe you add the live podcast into the repertoire. Just go out two nights in a row. Yeah, there you go. And it's at 5 a good day drink right into the J Train podcast. Plus the announcement today that Shelby will be there. Otherwise, let's get to today's show. I'm very excited about today's guest. Oh, other than that, I'm coming to um I'm coming to Atlanta, Las Vegas, Gotham, New York City. That's my that's that's a, as much a hometown show as Boston. And then I'm going with Michelle Wolf some plays, then I'll be in Philly. Uh, May 2nd, so Philly, Atlanta, uh, Vegas, very excited, go to jaredfree.com for all those tickets, jaredfree.com, very excited about today's guest, a good friend, an OKP, it's been too long since you've been here, 
Petey Debreu, thank you for coming on. Yo, thank you for having me, man. You know, it's a long time coming about time I'm here. I know. This is crazy. I love you, man. I love you, too. It's good to see you. A lot of people don't know we know each other from the trenches. From the way <laughs> back. Petey is so fucking hilarious. You just, I, I want to let people know, you know, you got shit going on. Petey and I met at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, <laughs> and he was doing guest spots, working the door, and I che- was check spots, check yeah. spots, because what they would do is when they give out the checks, then everyone's paying, and then they throw up a sacrificial lamb, mm-hmm. and Petey was that lamb, and he would go up and he would break them. He would, you know, people would be like, "What's two plus two? Twenty percent of what?" And then Petey's up there going, "What's up, <laughs> pumpernickel?" Yeah, talking about pumpernickel bagels. <laughs> so. And then I would be doing like free spots to start the show. Guest spot, the real guest spot. The guest spot. (laughs) So there was this weird leveling system, and that's how we met. And we, you know, we've gone and done shows together, you know, years now. And you just warmed up for the Comedy Central half hour specials. Yes, yes. How was that? That was fucking amazing. It was like doing a check spot without any checks. Oh, sure. No pressure. No pressure. And it was like the most fun. So Ever. they taped the half hour specials in New Orleans. Yeah. So you're at the center of a fucking party no matter what. Nuts. And how many days was it? What went on? Any fun stories? <sighs> four days. No. Uh, yeah. You, four so four you nights, warmed five up, days. You warmed up the crowd for all the specials. Yeah. And they say to you, any, any rules? Are you they? Nothing. Just, just go out and tell jokes. Just well, they were like, do do just do your best stuff or whatever. Just do your stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, you know me, it's, sure. It, like, I, like I know you. Like, yo, you fucking go somewhere. You, I'm pretty sure you have an uh, opinion about where you're at. Oh, sure. So you're, you're gonna, gonna fucking let's talk about New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, And where are those people even coming from in New Orleans? Outside of town, or I is don't it like no? I think. And then the other thing, I think a lot of people just came to consecutive shows. Because oh. it was free, free drinks, sure, free show. There's no because limit. it's a taping. They yeah. just the really when Comedy Central comes to town, they're just looking to get a hot room, no matter what. They don't really, they're not there to make you know no. make the fucking ticket tickets. It's, it felt like a comedy all star weekend. Type That's of, great type of deal. Yeah, just an away game and fucking put you up and all that shit. Nice hotel, all that stuff. Minus the big, like the the big booties. I wasn't looking for the big booties, but you know, All Star Weekend. Dude, you know, you're NBA. always looking for the big booties, no matter what. <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so and and the shows went great and it was fun. But that's cool that Dude, Comedy Central will look at you and go, fun. "Hey, man, we need someone. You're the guy." That shit, and then like after every sh- night, there was like an after party, sure, like a rap party, whatever. So it's like free food, free booze, mm. and then they like a couple of days. It was just nuts, man. It was all expense, Ace Hotel, you know, it's rooftop it's, special, Miller dude, High Life, real scummy. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It's like you know when we met, you're in a basement in the village. You're just you're doing check spots. And then, you know, that kind of like gets rid of the people who don't want to really do it because yeah. they don't have fun doing that. Then you get to do the then you get to do something like you did where you go with Ace Hotel, you go to you know, <laughs> New Orleans. You're like, I was doing this for free. Absolutely. And you're like, now they're doing it like this. Yeah. And I got paid. Yeah. Like the check. Yeah. You know, it's real when they FedEx you to check. Oh, man. In the envelope. Yeah. You could. I'm like, you could have mailed this. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have put in regular mail. No, no, no. This is an important check. That's that fucking great. Crazy. That shit was so, crazy. I mean, we're all having you. If you guys, listen, Petey's fucking hilarious. Go follow him on Instagram at PD's Jokes, at PD's Jokes. Fucking good friend of mine. He's gonna. He's fucking hilarious. Um, you ready to do the show? 
Bro, I'm fucking I'm here for it. But you host some good shows around the city, which people should know about, like New York people. Like I always say that these types of shows that you're involved with, you have one that called uh, at Astro and Carol. Yeah, Kumbaya. Kumbaya. That's every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And then you have another. And then you have another one that's out. Uh, I got the uh, Hops Comedy at Queens Brewery every Tuesday. Queens Brewery every Tuesday. These are the type of things that go on in New York City every week, and you just don't know about it unless you know. Yeah, that's the coolest part, though, because you'll come. There'll be comics. I don't even know who the fuck is coming. Yes. And then the crowd's like, oh, my God. People text me. They see you come. They're like, oh, Jared's coming. Yeah, right. I swear <laughs> no, to God, no, no, no. I showed you messages. I've got messages. I've gone into those shows, and I have people come to me. They're like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like you just get this grab bag of comics. Yeah. And, you know, it might be, you know, someone like me that you know from a podcast, or it might be someone that you know from TV, mm-hmm. or it might be someone that you don't even know that you get to find out how good they are just from seeing in, in that space. But it's... um. It's one of those things that, like, I always imagine that if I'm a dude or a woman in this city and I'm, like, trying to show someone that I know shit. Hell yeah. Like, I would be like, hey, Wednesday night I know about this, like, show. And then you just show up and you, it's a little uncomfortable at first because it looks like everyone knows each other. But no, it's a comedy show. And then you walk in and the person that you bring to that is going to go, do you have the key to this city? (laughs) Because I do think that, especially like, you know, like I, you know, if you're sitting out there and you work in finance, like yeah. no one you work with knows about these things. No. It's not like you work in music or if you're a lawyer and you're sitting at your desk on a Wednesday and your friend and you meet this chick and she's like, we should do something. And I'm just looking to get drunk and be like, I know a spot. And then they're like, yeah, 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 you know a spot. Your name is fucking Chad <laughs> and you work as a lawyer. And then you go, I know a spot. And then you show up to this. In a basement of a cool hotel with cool people and a cool show. You're, whoa. Right. You're like, who the fuck? Who is this what, guy? What? How'd you know about this? How did you? Oh my, really? The, so, never, and PD never, hosts all that. I never even think about that. But like, yeah, that is something where you like, because it's not really on the radar. It's no. like, and then you go, but you know what makes it like that? When you go, it's not on the radar. So when you go there, you're like, all these people know about this shit? That's the thing. When <laughs> I used to, well, when I used to, I remember the first open mic I ever did was like a Tuesday night. It was Penny's open mic and it doesn't even exist anymore. It was in, it was on St. Mark Street. And I remember showing up on a Tuesday and I put my name in the bucket and it started at nine and my name didn't get pulled till last. So I was in on until like two in the morning Jeez. and I, and I'm sitting there being like, it's, Wednesday morning at 2 a.m. What the fuck are these people doing here? And I wouldn't have known if I didn't search it out. It wasn't like I listened to a comedy podcast or a podcast that knew these things that could tell me. I just was like, I want to do an open mic. And this is where someone sent me. I looked for it. So this is, I, I just think if you're listening right now, there are so many of these cool shows that you can just pop into with someone, watch a few comics, go upstairs, have a drink with your girl or guy, and you look like you know shit. Hell yeah. It's like I always have this dream. I want to learn one song on the piano. I want to learn one song on the piano. What song would it be? Just something classical. <laughs> like so classical, that, classical? Like classical, like, some... like, like legit. Yeah, I want to learn this song. Yeah, exactly. I want to learn. What's your posture like when you're playing this song? Standing up like a pigeon. <laughs> like totally erect back. <laughs> and then someone's has this beautiful home and they have a piano that they never use yeah, and I go I'll just sit at it and someone goes you play and I'll go nah you 
no, not really. And then I, and then they go, you no, come on, if you play, play. And I'll go, <laughs> and I'll go, ah. and then I sit and I just go, I crack my knuckles, and I start playing this, and I close my eyes while I'm doing it. No one at the party, and then the party starts to get quieter. Everyone in the party, shh, oh, he's good. He knows how. And then people crowd the piano, and they just watch as I'm eyes closed. You don't even know that it's standing there. I don't know. I'm in the zone too much. <laughs> I'm way too deep in the song, and I'm it's almost a tear streams down my cheek. Or at first, act like the thing, like you're like you're kind of yeah. pressing, like I'm oh, kind of playing he, with it. He did. He's just knows chopsticks. He's fucking yeah. around. And then I you're just like, go, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. I was, I was, oh, I was rusty, and then yeah. just boom. Then I crack my knuckles and I play this, and I'm. Eyes closed, tear going down my cheek, mm-hmm. and then no one says a word. And, I, and then I get to the end, and I go, and I finish, and I open my eyes, and I, I look surprised, but I knew they were all there. Oh, wow. oh, oh didn't sorry. Know you were did there. I, sorry, didn't mean, did I interrupt the party? <laughs> I do, all the so time. A, oh. And then they go, play more. Play, yeah. Please play more. And I go, no, 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 no. I don't want to interrupt. That's, I, I can't. I yes, can't. We're not and then I just that. walk away. <laughs> when I only know one song. Like, if right. I know that one song, now it's like, wow, yo, the Jared sat, sat at the piano. It was crazy. And then they're like, he's good. He's great. But all you have to know is one song. Yo, what the fuck, dude? I yo, that's it. really funny that this guy took your eye. I, I, Sorry, I, dude. I, I, it said golf. I thought he was like an NFL coordinator. So Sorry. for the listeners at home, I, I keep the TV on just for like <laughs> something to be on in the background. And ESPN's on. ESPN has this golf reporter that it's almost, and his name is Michael Collins, I think. <laughs> is that his name, Shelby? Look this guy up, Michael Collins. It's almost like he's trying to fish out racist comments. Cause do you know what I mean? Cause no, you looked at yeah. him, you go, "That ain't a golf nah, guy." that's 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 equality. It feels like he, <laughs> that's equality. That's right? an equality higher. That guy. It feels <laughs> like he was like, "I want to look so not golf yeah. that people go like that." That I have a pretty woman moment, right? Where someone right. goes, "I don't know if you belong here," and he goes, "Look me." <laughs> it's like, dude. You look like an old ship captain. Uh, and then he just has all the stats. He cannot go to Augusta without being stopped he, a, that's a, a thing. dozen and, times. But it's almost like the way he's dressed and everything, it's like, and the beard, he yeah. and he's like, stop me, please. Yeah, who's going to stop me? <laughs> who's going to stop who me? Who's going to stop me now? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, he's like the lead ESPN Yo, reporter. Tiger Woods I, got a dog licking his face. I'm yeah. On T, he's crazy, man. Tiger's the best, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway. We don't even understand. There's that Tiger book that's up. We don't even understand how famous he we can't fathom it like the the power that tiger woods had at one point and probably still has he's a michael jordan of fucking golf he's a michael jordan of a certain time yeah he was the next michael jordan after michael jordan if you think about it like if you think about like who had the power like michael jordan tiger woods lebron it goes back to basketball yeah because he had when you're a golfer and you got your own tw logo dude they, the TW, you're dead. Yeah, it's the Jordan Jumpman. Your swing is like a. It's almost like when Ken Griffey had the swing logo. Like well, the, that they tried. They tried. And they then tried. He, yeah, yeah. he got injured. It shows how hard it is. That shit's. And he was like a little kid, son. But I was Illuminati. You know that, right? Tiger Woods. What do you mean? That was remote control ball. Nike. Stop us. I'm telling you, yo, dude. Remember when the <laughs> ball on, was on the tip of the fucking hole? 
for like yeah, five happens. seconds. No, it doesn't. That never <laughs> happened ever in the fucking history of golf. And I don't even know golf. Listen. but I'm, Dude, the shit stayed on the thing like for five seconds, 20 and then seconds. And dropped in. That was, that was a, Nike. That was Nike. That nah. was a, and then when he <laughs> fucked up, they took the remote control ball away. That's why he was in a slump for so long. Yeah, yeah. The like, Nike right, do cared it about us. his ex-wife. Yeah, do, it, do it without us. See how you do. But he fucked up the bag. You can't fuck up the money bag. The corporations invest in you. Now you out here. Pete, fu- I can't wait to hear you answer these dating questions I'm with listen. You, <laughs> listen. They go and fuck pigs in the woods. You gotta know. I'm telling you, man. It's just fine. <laughs> Listen, pumped to have Petey here at PD's Jokes on Instagram. Go follow, go support. Let's do some emails. You ready? Hell yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I, I'm gonna go to this basic convo skills on hinge. Hinge is when you got like mad shit. It's like you're not really trying to fuck all the way. It's not just a no, fuck app. No, it's a dating app. I, I think it's like a relationship more yeah. app. It's like what Hi, kind of J Train. Like? Love the show. I started listening to you up, and after binging all those episodes, started J Train. Lots of feathers coming your way. I'm 36, 37 in April. Have been single for three years ha- after having my heart broken and no real desire to date until recently. In between long term relationships over the past seven years, I've tried every dating website and app out there. I've even downloaded Ship. I usually would. Uh, I usually give the apps a week before becoming frustrated and deleting. I got back on Hinge about two to three weeks ago, but don't understand why I'm unable to have basic conversations with people, let alone actually meet someone for a date. Not to call any of the guys out, uh, but I have attached several screenshots of convos in Ghost Town. I have tried a few different approaches, commenting on a picture, comment, making a joke, or simply saying hi, then it's crickets. I also included a screenshot of my dating profile. I don't really have any single girlfriends and don't plan to hang out in a bar by myself. I'm very social and can chat it up with anyone, but I'm extremely picky in who I'm attracted to. I'm trying to be broaden my horizons on the apps, but initial attraction is important to me. Please help me. So she sends her profile. She's a very uh, beautiful woman. Shelby is our resident looks like guy <laughs> so he's gonna tell us which celebrity she most resembles see but that photo from the under it's like a tricky photo yeah. that angle it's like because then you look at the other ones and you're like ah that's not the same Have you seen thing. the show children's hospital have i seen the show children's hospital no i know of it she looks like the nurse but younger so bring her up and get her name for us while we look at her stuff. Younger version of the nurse in Children's Hospital for those at home. She included that. Who's that guy? Blackface? What is that? Yeah, this guy's got marine painting, and he wrote, hey. And then she wrote, oh, hey, happy Friday. Too excited. And then this guy, she wrote to this guy, hello, Andrew. That's his name. And uh, Did she give the, uh, the actress's name? The actress's name is what? Zandy Hartig. Give that a goog. Yup. Shelby nails another one. Damn, that does look like her. Younger Classic Shelb nails another one. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Shelby, you nailed this one. A younger version of Zandy Hartig. Yeah. But she has dimples, I think, though. This this one. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, this girl. Yeah, she's got dimples. I think her profile's fine. Um, I don't think it's about that. She's writing, hey, happy Friday. Then she writes to this guy. Hello, fold. Can you blank out her when we said his whole name? 
Hello, Andrew Blank. What adventure are you getting into this weekend? Oh, yeah, that sounds... Ex- then she gets no answer, and she writes, Oh, yeah, that sounds when did, exciting. When did she send the first one? Go back real quick. Uh, oh, Friday at, oh, no. Friday at 5.30, then follows up a uh, week later at 9.30. Oh, yeah, that sounds exciting. Uh, and then this guy wrote... Uh, she wrote to him, I take it you're a sports guy. Haha, <laughs> you don't even know the half of it. Oh, geez, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? No plans as, a, as of yet. I'm back in Durham for the weekend for my uh, dad's birthday. A lot of family time. That sounds nice. And then a week later, she wrote back again. How's the fam? <laughs> She's getting fucking cooked on these things. Sweet specs. Yes, I also wear glasses sometimes. Look at this one. This guy, she wrote, starting a chat on Hinge is more than I thought. Oh, because this guy invited her to chat and she spoke up. Then this guy, she wrote, oh, hello, Sam. What's your dog's name? I I don't know. What do you think, Petey? Do you, do you see any issues here that you wouldn't answer? Is it specific to her or is it just that... These apps are, you know, everyone's just kind of looking to get real weird right away. And that that's her, pro- you know, the problem isn't her. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like she's very, uh... I mean, personally, if I was on the app and, and somebody, I love conversating. So sure. I'd totally be like, yo, my dog's name's Sparky. Yeah. You got a dog. <laughs> like, I'm corny like that. Well, that's that. why I brought this email up for you. You're someone that goes and meets people very easily. Mm-hmm. You are put in a situation like, warming up those Comedy Central shows. The show at Kumbaya, you're the host of that show. That's a, that's not a comedy club. They're walking in off the street. They don't know. You have to bring a group of people together. Mm-hmm. This is where could she be doing better? You know, where could she help herself? More? I feel like she's got good, ed- like a sparky energy mm. from like what, like I feel like because she has that assertive like, hey, what's up? Like the initial, so what, what are you into? Dude, yeah. I feel like she'd be good just in a social setting, like just going out. and Sure. And it's, I, I, but if she said she doesn't want to go out by herself. That's weird. But it's like, yo, just go out by your fucking self. Go yeah. to something. Go to an event or something. Well, what she has to remember <clears throat> is don't get, I, and I know I can't, it's tough to tell people how to feel. You can't tell someone how to feel. <laughs> but you can't get bogged down by, I had a guy message me over DM telling me how the women in his town, no one, everyone's too busy. Everyone's too busy to meet with me. And I go, dude, stop taking it so fucking personally. This is less than meeting someone in a bar. You didn't even exchange numbers. You know these people very little. She's put herself out there. Hey, how was the Super Bowl? Hey, oh yeah, happy Friday. Those are all nice things to say, but it's like, you know, a lot of the, you don't know what the person's coming out with from the other side. Are they on this app just waiting for someone to say to them, like, are they delusional? Are they waiting for her to go, ready to fuck? Like, is that what they think? Maybe they do. But you know, I think fucks it up sometimes because I've been a victim of this. You start looking at other people, your friends, or you sure. hear stories of mm. fucking date, uh, dating app like successes. So yes. you're like, what? I'm just as good as. Of course. I remember uh, we had a homie, fucking, uh, he's still the homie, but uh, the, the bearded dude, Capfer. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, dude, he would he would slay so crazy. He had a lot of apps. chicks, yeah. And then one time I'm like, let me try to date. And I was sure. like, crickets for me. Like, <laughs> I had to erase the app. I started feeling insecure. Like, uh, yo, what the fuck, dude? And also, here's the thing, and I and I don't <laughs> mean this as anything, anything as a thing, but I'm just saying this as a guy. She's got one picture holding a dog, another picture holding a baby. And when I see baby in the picture, that's a girl that's going to be, this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. 
This ain't going to be casual for long. I don't, and that's an unfair thing to put on her. But if you come in with, hey, simple, sweet, hey, and you got a baby in the picture, I'm like, okay, this is a simple, sweet interaction. This ain't going to be the fun. And if these people are on there for fun, mm-hmm. then maybe you're just hitting up the wrong people. But this is hinged, so it's not really about fun, right? It's well, like I, I don't think we, I don't like when people put that on certain apps. Mm. You have no idea. If you start, you're living by a rule that you've invented in your head. It doesn't say, you know, at this the door of hinge, right, you know, right. like, make sure you're here. You, you, <laughs> no fucking till day three. It doesn't say that. Right. Everyone can be there for whatever they want. And for her, where she's like, I'm starting these conversations. Yeah, keep starting them. Mm-hmm. I think you have to. I think the mistake would be to stop, to stop being congenial, stop being nice and reaching out and being like, hey, I'm qualities I look for in a plus one on a wedding date says this to everything. Drinks, dinner, dancing, don't stop, won't stop. Next vacation I want to go to like it. You could tell this is a serious person on the app just by looking at the profile. And then these guys are and what a lot of guys are doing is they're getting as many matches as possible and then sifting out again. Mm. And a lot of people do that. They don't want to admit it, but they're going match, 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 and then they rematch. Okay, she said hello to me. Do I really want to say hello to her? Mm. I don't think it's about... She's not saying anything wrong. But I also... The ones where she follows up a week yeah, later... Yeah, you can't, you can't like, do nah. that. That follow-up a week later isn't going to turn into a relationship. No. What it's going to turn into is a guy going, oh, she really wants... She really thinks I'm hot enough to talk to twice. And it's going to turn into more insecurity. Yes. Because when you don't, like you didn't get the first response, you're like, ah. And then yeah. when you don't get the second, and then now you start feeling like, oh, did I play myself? Did I do too yeah. much? What am I? Exactly. You start questioning your shit. And then you're on going on a date with someone that you don't feel great about yourself about. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. There we go. Great guy, but. Okay. Jatrin, been listening to the podcast for the past few months. You have definitely la- definitely have laughed way too loud in the office because of it. Feather, want to get your take on a situation I'm currently in, uh, going on currently. It feels made for TV. This better be good. <laughs> so I met a really nice guy in Hinge. He's 25 in industrial, in industrial hygiene. I didn't know what that was a thing until him. What's industrial hygiene? It's like cleaning animal teeth or something. Oh, really? No, no that was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that shit said it was such official. authority. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's the truth. Industrial hygiene feels like they they get the soaps for industrial places and is really well educated. Shares the same beliefs as me, etc. I've been on three dates with them so far. Got to give more info for you to get the whole picture. Date one, nice dinner and drinks. We click well and have a quick kiss. Date two, drinks and pool. Hmm. Drinks and pool. That's a not normal date. Again, another great date, but on the date he reveals to me, he's already told his mom about me. Weird, but I go with it because everything else has been good so far. After day two, he calls me and formally asks me out for Valentine's Day. I say yes to the date. Date three, a quick pizza date. Again, off to a good start, but in the date, he reveals to me that he is a virgin. Reasoning he gave is that he was too involved in school work, didn't have the time. I think it's BS. After he said that, the conversation didn't flow as well as before, and things got weird. After the date, he kisses me, tried to make out, and it was the worst and most uncomfortable kiss I've ever had. 
He literally pressed his face to mine, held my head there with his hand behind my head. Pressed his face to mine, held my head there with his hand behind my head, put his mouth on top of me, and just stayed there. Ooh, the dead fish kiss. General so, hospital shit. So awkward. He, he was way more into me, and I'm not really feeling the guy too much. So what's your take on this? I'm not feeling a connection really anymore. He is such a nice guy, but more like friend vibes and not any chemistry there. Since he's trying so hard with me with Valentine's Day and texting, etc., should I give him a chance or cut it off now? Thanks for your input. Also, here's my heavy with underscores Insta handle. Not sure if it's relevant, but you know, whatever. So what do we think? Did he say why he was a virgin or I missed that? He's too busy. Busy. School. I think he just couldn't uh, make it happen. I mean, no time for buns. Come on. I mean, I I got <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> no time for buns. Dude. I got time. What do you think, Petey? What do you think? Uh, I, I mean. Should she go out I've, with him still? I feel like the fucking conversation changed once, like she said, once she found out he was a virgin. And I don't know if it was because she's, cute. she's like, I, mean, I just looked up her Instagram. She's like, yo, I don't want to be with some lame that never smashed before. Well, you want, I think a lot of women want, um, and not to tell women what they want this <laughs> day and to age. Make the movie. But this is, I, I think they want a safe adventure. So a lot of women want nice guys that are also going to be fun. Right. Uh, he you, sounds like a project. This guy. Yeah, this guy sounds like you know a lot of. I think a lot of women want a guy who who's like uh, who's like skydiving, you know, is like jumping with a bungee cord. You know, you're gonna be okay, right? Or like a turnkey guy. Like you know, you go into the business, it's gonna work. Oh, like it's gonna you, work. He's nice. He's also got you know got friends, got a whole thing right. going on. We're gonna have fights, but it's gonna work out, and he'll know how to fuck me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and and, and <laughs> that leads into the whole thing. So. What a lot of women do, and I, it's, I, I think that's why this podcast is good. I'm not telling you how to act. I'm just saying by you know, the measures that I've taken, all the emails we get over the course of how many years we've done this show, this theme comes up a lot. Women putting away their standards because someone will give them attention. Mm-hmm. That's it, and this is what's going on here. She just said, good first date, good second date. The third date, I was just turned off. It doesn't feel like the match for me. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Nope. There's a lot of nice people you're not going to date and marry. So what are you, stuck with this guy forever yeah. because he paid for a couple dates? No. Hell no. He made you know some investments lose. That's good advice. Right? Yeah. Sometimes, and that's male or female. Sometimes it doesn't work out and that's totally okay. What's not okay is is lying to someone and staying with someone longer than and wasting we got so much time on this earth it gets nasty dude when you do that like the it lo- does like it'll turn from you can walk away now and still be cool or whatever live your life sure so investing more time and then it just it's and then it's, they go they go why would you do this to me right why would I, you waste my time why would you waste my yeah, time yeah, yeah. and she even writes i feel more of a friend vibe don't fucking say that either. No, yeah, yeah. No one wants another friend. Especially if he's like, would you be my Valentine? He's already <laughs> yeah. invested. And, and he <laughs> told his mom, yo, mom, getting laid on Valentine's Day. Yeah, this and, is, I, and, and that's the thing. A lot of guys, um, what happens is there's guys who are dickheads to get chicks. Mm-hmm. Then there's the guys who repeat romanticism as their game. Yeah. 
So he's like, be my Valentine. He thinks he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, yeah, and he's like, and to some people that might work, they may go, it's working here to, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. He, she, he goes, I locked her in for the Valentine's Day and she's like, well, like, you know, I, I'm never going to, uh, how many guys will make me their Valentine? And it's like, yeah, not a lot. It's like that. That's m- why this is weird. <laughs> it's that movie Valentine's Day where it's like, oh, it's so important. You got to have a date in this. So it's like, nah, it's no, no, really. you don't have to have a date. You can go with friends and fucking get fucked up and find a dude yeah. who will fuck you with a condom on and you'll feel like a fucking great person at the next day. You'll be like, oh, my God, I got the safe adventure. I did the bungee cord. Yep. This guy ain't going to be that for her. He will be for someone else. Someone else. There's some woman that's in Bible study being like, oh, my God, this guy's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He holds my head while I kiss him. Mm-hmm. You know, I like love, that. I love the way he just presses his lips yeah. against mine and just doesn't move. Somebody this will work for. Mm. This ain't working <laughs> for you. So go to him. And, and, and honestly, you can do it without. The one thing that I hate is when someone ends it and then tries to teach you on the way out. Yeah, fuck that. The friend shit on the way out, the teach you on the way out. Listen, be honest. Hey, this hey, ain't going to work. Hey, I really appreciate going out with you the last couple times. This isn't a match for me. Mm. Um, I wish you the very best. Boom. I'm going to have to cancel Valentine's And this is after Day. four dates. Three dates. Four, three dates. Four. You was didn't do anything dates? wrong. Was it three or four? The the fourth would be the Valentine's Day date, oh. which were, this is coming out afterwards, so I hope she had fun on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But it's like, you know, for anyone else in this situation, there's a lot of people, and it's a lot of women that write in, and I'm, I'm just saying that will go, that feel like because someone is willing, then they are obligated. Right. That's not the case. Say, hey, not the match for me. I wish you the best of luck. Good luck finding a Valentine's Day next year. Valentine's is canceled, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and she's cute and fun. And she listen, she and a, a lot of times because of the nature of the dating world. Like, look at the last emailer. Mm-hmm. She's writing in going, I can't even get a fucking answer to how was your weekend. So I do understand where a week later you go out with a guy and he goes, and it's the total opposite. The guy's like. Well, on the 14th, you will be my love. <laughs> and you're like, uh, I guess. The, because the real relationships happen in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that we have to start sussing out. They don't happen with the guy who's like, you shall be my date on Valentine. That guy's a fucking liar mm-hmm. and trying to like upend you with over romantic. And then the guy who doesn't answer will never be answerable. No. So it's somewhere in the middle. Hey, let's get a drink on Wednesday. Yeah, this is uh, yo. It's nice to meet you. And it's like these are the people that it works out with more. It's it's the person you're forcing in, or the person forcing you in. That there's like there's other things going on. Even like so, I got a girlfriend, right? Yeah. This was like the first time I've met someone that I actually like talk to be like it wasn't based on lust like i probably sure even when i first met her i wasn't like yo i'm trying to smash sure and then it ended up work like it ended we went out for coffee chilled talked for like four hours yeah i've never a talked powerful to like, conversation yeah i've never you can't miss yeah i never i, never, I never talked to a woman for four hours before i don't really? think i ever talked to anybody this is like, something you know what I'm saying? we've never had to deal with never in the history of the show yeah maybe, maybe like in the car ride with you i've talked to someone yeah. for four hours but i've but never but it's not like like you went in being like, I'm just looking for someone to talk to for four hours. No. It just worked. Yeah. And it's like you can't force these things. No. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. We're sponsored people. 
We are sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. Joy Bird. Joy Bird is the company who is changing how you buy furniture online. Here's what I like about Joy Bird, okay? A lot of you are moving, going different places. You want to have a nice nice apartment, comfortable apartment. Joybird's the place you should go for that because you can customize it to your needs. They believe you shouldn't settle when it comes to putting what you put in your home. You have the freedom to create space that brings you joy. And with Joybird, you can create one-of-a-kind furniture that's made to your unique taste. This is what I like. I love their mid-century modern designs and contemporary classics. These are the kind of couches that you say, you've got your shit together. And also give your friends a place to crash. Everything they do is customizable. That's a huge deal. You pick every detail from the color of the wood to the array of fabrics from the plush velvets to the buttery leather leather, in every color imaginable. So this is great. What I love about this and what I love about anything that's in your home is you want talking pieces. You bring a girl home. You bring a guy home. They go, this couch, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I made it. I created it. This company is great. And it gives you something to talk about. And if you've got pets or kids, you don't have to sacrifice style. They've got durable upholstery options that look sophisticated and are stain and odor resistant too. If you can't decide, they've got personal design consultants ready to help nail down your look. The best thing about Joybird, they give you a 365-day trial. That's a year to just fucking try it out. So you get to skip the furniture store and the show, and you can bring the showroom home with you. Yeah, you don't have to go in and talk to some dude that's like in a lab coat for some unknown reason. Fucking do it on Joybird. They give you the entire year to sit on it, sleep on it, break it in, and if you don't love it, return it for a full refund. They make the whole process easy on you with hassle-free delivery, and they'll even take away the packing materials for you. Okay. See for yourself how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture and shopping and create the look that brings you joy today. Go to joybird.com slash JTrain for 25% off your first order. That's a big deal. This is an exclusive offer for JTrain listeners only. Go to joybird.com slash JTrain. That's J-O-Y-B-I-R-D.com slash JTrain. 25% off your first order. Get inspired to turn your house into a home today. That's a big part too. House to a home is huge because you ain't college anymore. It's got to be the real deal, okay? Here with PD Debreu at PD's Jokes. Check them out. So fucking funny. Cuckoo. I love it. Valentine Dumpy. Oof. Ooh, here we go. And this is something I've talked about on this show before. <laughs> After five months of dating, my boyfriend broke up with me four days before the dumb Hallmark holiday. I tell you, beware holidays and birthdays. Those are breakup days. Those Those are the days where you start getting close to them. Valentine's Day is like the Groundhog's Day of relationships. Because what you do is now you're like, okay, am I going to go the rest of the winter? With this person, am I going to Memorial Day? Six more weeks of love or not? What am I doing with the, on the fourth? Right. Who am, I, who am I rolling with? Well, do I want to be single? This is the time. And then do I want to get in shape to be single? Mm. So if you get out of it on the 14th of February, that gives you half of February, March, April to get ready for swimsuit season. Woo! So if you think about it, 
February 14th is the best day to break up with someone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's true. Because and then what you do is you you imagine Valentine's Day doesn't make you love someone more, but it locks you in more. Because if you break up the week after Valentine's Day, after you do a whole thing for them, they'll go, why'd you waste my time again? They'll go, you got me flowers. You did that whole thing. Why didn't you just not do that? You didn't know last week? When you might not have known, but you might want to get ahead. Right? Yeah, because she probably felt like this New Year's. For the New Year's, she was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this. Well, you imagine yourself with them on the next holiday. Mm. Do I see myself with them? So then Valentine's Day, you're like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I want my summer back. Mm-hmm. These you're looking in the mirror. You're like, I'm letting myself go. What am yeah, I? Yeah, I'm getting no. comfortable. I'm getting comfortable. I got shit to do. She writes our breakup. He said it was be- it was because he wasn't prior it was because he was wasn't prior- prioritizing me over his work life enough. That if we were he were falling in love, he would prior- prioritize balance being with me more. That I deserve <laughs> much better. That I'm amazing. Blah blah. I mean, we both hear that, Shelby. We all hear that, and we go. Take some shit on The Bachelor. Yeah, just you're just trying to get out. Any breakup talk you get is that person just trying to get out of the house as fast as possible. Excuse, excuse, they excuse. don't know. Yeah. They don't know the answers. Mm-mm. Truthfully, he did take more space for me the last three weeks, but I didn't say get clingy about it. Oof. I tried not to take things personally. Thought he just needed to devote more time to work while he just started a new career. Our breakup was different than the others I've had. We cuddled on the couch for an hour, kissed. I cried a few times. He choked up like once. Then I joked with him that he's an absolute idiot for ending things with me. He said uh, his mom and sister agree. (laughs) Oh, I thought she broke up with him. No, this dude, he said it was because he wasn't prioritizing me over his work life enough. That if we were falling in love, he would prioritize balance being with me more. That I deserve much better. That I'm amazing. Blah, blah. Truthfully, he did take more space from me the last three weeks. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I feel like if you were like breaking up with someone and I was like choking up, I feel like yeah, I'd be more serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's both. It's him being like doing what you do when you end something with someone is you match their. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like match he's, that. He's, mm-hmm. he's he's acting here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thought he just needed to devote <laughs> more time to work with. Uh, he just started a new career. So she thought that he was spacing himself out the last three weeks of the relationship because he needed more time for work. Our breakup was different than others I've had. We cuddled on the couch for an hour, kissed. I cried a few times. He choked up like once. Yeah, th- I've done that fake cry thing. <laughs> You know that thing where you just go, you just start sniffling a lot? Yo, I've I've stayed with women because they started crying. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, they start like, crying, I'm you like, go, no, 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 never mind. Th- this is it. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm like, I guess we're still together then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker, dude. Dude, we're all suckers. That's the thing. Women don't realize that like all this breakup shit is just jujitsu mm-hmm. to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. He's doing the... <laughs> <laughs> that fake sniffle choke up and then what you do is you grab your eyes a lot <laughs> you start grabbing your eyes I don't know don't pinch the bridge of your nose yeah yeah pinch the bridge of your nose you rub your eyes a lot that's you what, rub them so much that they turn red that's what Demi was doing Down on The Bachelor on The Bachelor yeah 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 she pulled that move too then I joined uh, joked to them that he's an absolute idiot for ending things with me yeah of course yeah. you think that he said <laughs> he said yeah he 
he's in his mind he's going, yeah, I'm pretty dumb. I'll be in Tinder in a week. Mm-hmm. Like I, and that's not to say anything about her. It's just everybody. When it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. This is, and especially the person who ends it is two weeks ahead of you. Oh yeah, he's dealt with this in his head. You know how hard it was for him to come to your place and tell you this shit. Or- so she said, he said his mom and sister agree. They don't. Yeah, they think you're nice, but they whatever. No, they don't even give a fuck, really. He also said he's never broken up with someone who loves spending time with, who has done nothing wrong, but he feels he should fall in love sooner than five months. I don't know about that. When he, I asked him about maybe getting back together down the road, he said there is always the possibility of getting back together with anyone. Fuck this guy. He, he's not dying or anything. He's a phone call away, and it's not like we're go, ever never going to see each other again. Two questions. How soon should you break up if you're not in love? Do you think he might come back to give it another shot? Ah. Listen, I'm really sorry that it ended, but this guy did all the moves in the book. He saw it. I mean, this is everything I talk about on this show, right? He has been planning this. Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day was coming. He looked at you two as a couple. He said, do I still want to fuck other chicks? Yes, I do. Do I want to do more than I want to be in a relationship? Yes, I do. Is this person nice? Yes, she is. Is this person great? Yes, she is. Is she great for me right now in my life and where I am? Not right. I bet he did this. She leaves his apartment. He closed the door and he went... Yeah, he did. (laughs) A big comical. What a relief. Uh, Yeah. And yeah, and listen, I've been there. You've been there. We've all been there. When you end it and you go, don't have to fucking be responsible for that person anymore. You go, finally. And that's that's nothing against this email. No. and, and, And I. What I'm trying to 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 say to her is don't take this personally and he ain't coming back. Don't count on the tail ends of the of the of the graph. He's in the big fat middle where he he's done all the shit I talk about. I even his answer when I asked him about getting back together down the road, what's he supposed to say? Nah. Nah, I don't see it. <laughs> don't nah, see it. I don't see it. No, this ain't gonna. It, it would. I'm always gonna be too busy for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be busy until death. Like all the like, what's he supposed to answer that with in the moment? Yeah. And yeah. The, and you would say, well, he should be honest. Yeah, we're we're all human. You don't know he he is right. The one thing he was honest about is that he's dumping someone that there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. You know, he's it, it'd be a lot easier if he walked in on you fucking another guy. He would actually shake that guy's hand and go, Thank you. Dude, you fucking cleared up a lot of shit for me. <laughs> Instead he answered with look at listen to this answer. This is the most political answer to do you think we'll get back together in the future? There's always the possibility of getting back together with anyone. Mm. Mm. Imagine if you said <laughs> Hey, Dad, you're leaving. Do you think you'll come back? There's always a possibility with anyone of any family getting back getting together. Back together. Those vague answers are so <laughs> fun. Like, oh, is he funny? Uh, I can see how some people find him funny. Yeah, like, it's like weird. this is a backhanded Just insult. Bl- bend I mean, it and twist it. Yeah, people, 
people breathe air in any capacity where breathing is acceptable. A lot, like, of, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people get back together. <laughs> I just love that idea. Where like, and the problem she's having is like the ending was like amicable. Like they're sitting there joking. They're having a cry. She's saying, you're an idiot. And he's going, I know. You're going to find someone great. And you are. But the, the thing that will make you hate this guy and hate the experience of being with them is living on, you know, trying to, trying to like uh, bet on the 1% chance yeah. of getting back. Go move on. And, and know it happened on Valentine's Day, uh, but it doesn't, it's not, because it's because that's a chance for him to look at the future and know that it wasn't right. Right. He's J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with PD's PD's jokes. You PD Debreu, So funny. So hilarious. I like this. Is innocent DM an oxymoron? Is there such thing as an innocent DM? Jared, the other day, my boyfriend and I were looking at something on Instagram together on his phone. When we swiped to his DMs, I saw a girl whose name I didn't recognize. I opened the message and found three separate occasions where he responded to stories she posted. Oof. She has a small following, under 10K, and didn't respond to any of these messages. Nothing he wrote to her was sexual or, right, or outright flirty, and his excuse for the DMs was that she's a sports reporter and that he's a fan of her. oh dudes oh dudes i can i'm not even looking at pd or (laughs) shelby's face right now and i know we're all guilty of this oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah so wait dming a sports reporter just anybody in general Responding to anyone you follow's stories in a nice and congenial mm-hmm. way. It's not like he responded to his favorite mem- cast member of 600 Pound Life. Were they quick reactions? Like, Were they the quick reactions? <laughs> yeah. Were, <laughs> was it like mad heart eyes that exploded? I, whatever <laughs> it was, it wasn't done with zero, with full innocence. No. It wasn't. His, you know, it wasn't his favorite sports reporter. That's a dude. Yeah. Nobody, nobody he even compared to it to me DMing you, Jared, which I have done before, but just to find out when you had a show in my city. This is interesting. She's now he's this guy's a skilled douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had this guy had a. She went in my my favorite sports reporters. This guy had (laughs) an excuse in the cartridge. Are you going to be reporting on the uh, Houston Astros in Houston uh, (laughs) upcoming? Which is true. She is a sports reporter. Her Instagram is heavy on headshots, bikini pics, and personal life, and light on sports commentary. We've been together for two years, and I've never questioned my trust in him until this. Is it possible that his intentions with these DMs were actually innocent? If they were innocent, what would they be trying to get out of sending the messages in the first place? Am I being dumb by letting this go? What's your advice for moving past a situation like this in a relationship? An OKP who's been listening, feathering, and sharing the good words since day one. I love this email. It's, It's 
it's it's packed full of shenanigans because it 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 really is like the most 2019 email you can get in an age where you can get in touch with anyone and you have the ability that the mic is hot mm-hmm. you know they you know i you bring up people say you know there's more crime when a casino moves to town and that's that statistic is somewhat flawed because yeah, you've moved 100,000 people to a new town. Of course, there's going to be a rise in crime. Right. Whatever, you know, just rise by... Rise everything. Sh- Babies, rise everything. everything. Yeah, there's more, there's more food being eaten mm-hmm. in the town. So mm-hmm. this is kind of... I, I compare it to this because, you know, we have the stories you're just watching mindlessly. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of every story, it's very easy to message. Now her messaging me, when are you coming to my city? Is that the same? So I can take my boyfriend to see you or something. Basically, that's the assumption to me is that, hey, when are you coming to my city so I can bring my boyfriend? Or my girlfriend. It's not like, oh, so I can see you sit front row. But, and, but if it's just, when are you coming to my city, period? Or question mark, should I say? Sure. Without the extra, so I could do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, why are you worried about what J Trey chug a lug in the city, man? So, <laughs> Petey brings up the greatest point of them all. You're right. Because how is that any different than him going? It's almost worse, I'll be honest with you. It is. A, if I'm insecure and I was like, yo, where's J Train so coming funny. to fucking town? I'm, You're I'm right. nervous. You're right. You're absolutely right. I, I. She didn't tell me about it. She wasn't gonna invite me. I, I'm on. I know. I, I. Yeah, she's. Imagine she's asking he, when a man is coming to the city. Imagine if he did that. Imagine if he was like, "Yo, when so are you coming to the city? When are you covering?" I know. This is so. How fair is it for her to get upset? I can't believe I'm involved in this. I'm, I'm personally in involved triangle. in this. I'm in the love triangle. But I'm saying it, it is. Fair of him to say, you message people that you like. Mm-hmm. I got a little more than 10,000 followers, BT Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is well taken. You're right. If, if that was my girlfriend and I saw the DM from her to some fucking deuce, J Train, yeah, being like, when are you coming to my city? And that was it. I'd be like, well, what, what do you mean when are they going? Oh, he does stand up. So, like, do you want to go alone to the show? Are you going to, like, meet him out? Like, what's the deal? Are you getting VIP Are you tickets? Getting, yeah, is he going to give you a free ticket? What do you think that's going to do? And then I would be like, well, I thought we would go together. I think you'll think he's funny. And then I would go, fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't funny. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> you want to laugh, bitch? <laughs> yeah. That, but then your aunt, like, you know, guys put a lot of their, their um, you know, their, their, their looks and their, their worth on... Mm funny and money mm-hmm. so oh i'm funny fuck this guy and mm-hmm. i know i have a female following so i can understand yeah. why they'd be like you know the guy would be like yeah fuck this guy fuck j train what do you give himself the nickname yeah well actually he did was he running trains was he running trains <laughs> <laughs> i can understand why i would sound like the biggest fucking loser mm-hmm. to this guy so but what are his messages to the you know i do not think that his messages to her are done innocently. No. 
But I also don't think they're harmful. No. I think both can be true. So I do think he writes back to, if he's writing back to her bikini Instagram story, a fire emoji, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> was that what it was? Because I don't know. Up. That could be it. That's weird. That's, that's weird. A little that's, weird. That's worse. To that's, me, that's, yeah, worse, that's worse than, than are you weird. coming to yeah, my yeah, city? Yeah, that's a little weird. And th- that's worse than writing to a touring comedian, or when do you come to mm-hmm, my city? Mm-hmm. But if it's because this is that's like a like fantasy shit. That's like, what you know, flames. The flames suit. is is you're just seeing if she'll come back. Mm-hmm. If it's yo, the Red Sox killed it today. Yeah, I don't mind that much. Innocent. That's 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 about sports, mm-hmm. and that lives with his. So or if she has on a bikini with his favorite sports team on it. That's also. Oh, you like the Red Sox too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got bees on the boobs. You get the fucking. You get a. You get a pass on that. Uh, one. If it's those are killer bees. Mm-hmm. Funny, mm-hmm. punny. I get it. I, I. You know, I don't know. It's um. This is a. This is a very tough. I don't think she should not trust her boyfriend. I think like it's one of those things where it's like let him live in this like fantasy world where he messages. Mm-hmm. I, I and and at some point the baby cries itself out. Like all three of us, when we heard what he was doing, we all go, yeah, we've done that. Yeah. We've done that stupidly. We've, you know, we've written to someone like, I don't think like, you know, let's say she writes back, hey, you're, uh, you live in my town. I like that team too. And then they start talking. Could that lead to him being a cheater? I don't know. Chris Rock said, you know, you're only as faithful as your options. Mm. There's something to that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing sometimes hurts even more than not knowing. Like, you'd rather be naive to this. And then she, but she's been with this guy for two years. Two so years. obviously they're in fucking love. Yeah. So I think with something like that happens, it's like, all right, how much do I love this? Am I going to fucking throw it away yeah. for this? Love and lust are two different things. Yeah. Sending the emoji back to the story is lust. You know, being together two years is love. Mm-hmm. His response is to be like, well, you send DMs to Jared. It's one of those, you're right, but. Right. You know, but you like, also. But yeah, yeah. you also. Don't throw rocks. Yeah. So, and I'm not, you know, to me, it's like, puts me in a weird position because I'm like, yeah, I don't think. You're I'm not, not looking at it like I'm that. I'm not at looking all. at it like that no. at all. That And so is, but then I'm putting myself in the sports reporter's position. She isn't looking at it like, she's not even answering. She's like, this guy with his fucking hard dick in his hand, fuck him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying he would cheat. I'm not saying this makes him unfaithful. What I'm saying is that this makes him a man. Mm-hmm. As as horrible the, as that the, sounds. In the free world. In the free world. And as horrible as that sounds, none of us are beyond slipping a finger well, like to you said, see the, what's up. The mic is always hot. That's so that's what it so is. So it's tough to avoid. And it's also tough to avoid to to think like when you're in a two-year relationship, I do see eye to eye with him going, could I? Could I still? Do mm-hmm. I still got it? Mm-hmm. Do I still got the claws? Mm-hmm. You know, I and he's like, sports reporter. yeah, could I, could I, you know, maybe she, and sometimes it's as little as that. I don't know. This guy's going to watch this guy murders me because I, Got nah. him broken up with by his girlfriend. Nah, you gotta stick that <laughs> stick together. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train interesting question though. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Petey Debray. Go follow Petey. So fucking funny. PD's jokes. PD's jokes on Instagram. We're sponsor people. Woo! Scent Bird. I love Scent Bird. I love Scent Bird. That's scent as in smells, as in you smell ravishing. 
There's no better feeling than someone coming up to you and saying, you smell amazing. What cologne are you wearing? Problem is, great cologne is expensive. And that means you don't get the chance change up scents as often as you want. That's the thing about Scentbird. That's the thing about the world we live in. We've, we've broken things down. We like nice things. We also like spending the right amount of money. We also don't want to be wasteful. And a lot of times you buy cologne and smells and perfumes and you're like, is this me for the next year? Am I going to use this? Is this going to be a part of my life? Am I willing to spend the dough to, to, to smell nice? Maybe I can just put on deodorant. But Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service that lets you discover new colognes without buying an entire bottle. With over 450 brands like Versace, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Burberry, Prada, Scentbird.com keeps those comp- uh, compliments coming month after month. Choose the cologne you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays. Listen, that's enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. You're not going to use that, but then you're going to keep sending you new stuff. That means you get a little variety pack. Mm. So sort colognes and perfumes by brands, occasions, seasons, and styles, or take Scentbird's True Scent Quiz to get personalized recommendations. I love that. Take the choice out of your out of your hands. I don't have to think. Love How it. We nice. have to think about so much. We have an exclusive offer for just J Train listeners. Sign up today to get fifty percent off your first month. Wow, that's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash JTrain. Use your coupon code JTrain at checkout for 50% off your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash JTrain to try your first cologne or perfume for just $7.50. That's, I mean, people, come on. That's a deal. That's free money. Get involved with scentbird.com slash JTrain, promo code JTrain. We got time for one more? We absolutely do. One more email. Only been kissed. Jared, I'm a 37-year-old that's been hanging out with a 34-year-old guy I met on Hinge. We've gone out about six to seven times with the last three hanging out at my house. I live alone after. He has no problem kissing me but hasn't progressed anything beyond that. I'm at a point where I'm ready for some action, but I'm definitely not the girl to be aggressive. Last night we went to a brewery and we were feeling pretty tipsy, and I expected that would take care of the nerves if that was an issue. Didn't help at all. Is this guy not feeling it? Why is he making a huge effort telling me how much he likes me but won't touch me help? Any thoughts on this? Grab the dick. GTB. Grab it. Grab it. You think go for or, it? Or, or, or not grab. Maybe just like a, like a little rub, 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 rub it. A little backhand Do something. Rub. Yeah, Do a like a, a backhand against the, the make, leg. In the makeout in the make sesh. You mm. know what I'm saying? See what's going on. Rub, do a little rub. Rub it down. It's You got to get a little sexual. Throw you the thigh, p- like you said, push, throw, throw push the, the issue a little bit. Why wouldn't he fuck? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't he pushed the issue? Has there ever been a point where you've done this? Nah, son. <laughs> I'm a savage. Come on, I'm from the Bronx, baby. You know That's what I'm saying? True. We see that opening. We like, yeah. we like Saquon Barkley, Take son. the lane. We, we hitting that hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get <laughs> off me, defender. I, I don't know why I even asked. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you were from the Bronx. I, I, Shelby, any thoughts on this? Yeah, maybe he just doesn't want to go for it. You just kind of got to. I don't want to hurt your news stories. Are you going to hit on this subject? 
Uh, no. Okay. There's a story that came out last oh, yeah, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Do you know the story? Can we I have pre- that one. We have that one? Yes. Should we talk about it? We can do a news email story, maybe. No, I... Or I, should we... Well, I just don't... Bring up... Yeah, hit the news. Let's do the news, because we got to talk about this story, because it relates a little bit like this. Shelby, bring the news at Classic Shelby. Now, hit this news story, hit it hard. Well, this was posted on Reddit in the, like, marriage. So, so it's anonymous, so we don't know how true, uh, but let's just go with this story as it's told on Reddit that some woman that just recently got married posted a story about how she's not sure about the marriage now because... she He was 32. She was 27. They dated for six months. Were engaged for another six and then got married. So together, a total of a year, mm. did not have any type of sex or penile interaction. No penile touching. <laughs> Came to find out on the honeymoon that he had a micro penis. <laughs> on the honeymoon. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> got you a gift. It's he small. Did not want to have sex. <laughs> Did not want to have sex because, quote, he was old fashioned. He said he was old fashioned like that. But this is the thing. This story got out on Twitter and the way women respond to micro penis is like it's disheartening. And listen, I'm not saying that men, the, the what about you, kind of what the guy did. I'm not saying we're not guilty of our own shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Body shaming, being dicks, you know, size of, you know, giving attention to women that have big boobs versus not big boobs. You know, like I, I listen, we all have our faults, but when women hear about micro penis, they immediately are disgusted and annoyed. And it's like this woman who wrote this thing on Reddit, she takes no responsibility for pushing the issue to be like, well, at least let me touch a penis. Mm-hmm. Relating it to this email where, you know, Petey's advice is very, you know, is very true. Hey, sexualize the sex. Are, is this a sexual kiss mm-hmm. or are you just kissing? Is it are, are you pushing it? Are you are you showing, you know, buying signals into like making this a bigger thing? I'm not blaming the listener. I'm not blaming the person who's writing in. But I'm saying we got to think 360 degrees on this. OK, maybe this guy isn't good in bed mm-hmm. and is nervous about that. Maybe he's a virgin. Maybe he has a micro penis, you know, that we're finding out about right now. There's a lot of maybes here that we don't know about, but we also have to understand that guys, and we're not saying this doesn't exist for women. The, 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 the troubles of, and the, the idea that you're not ready for sex or whatever, but we have to understand that it exists for men too. Mm-hmm. That there's things that give you anxiety. And I, I think six to, they've hung out six to seven times. That's a lot to have nothing happen in this day and age. I think at this point, if everything else is like a red flag deal breaker, is everything else okay? Yeah. If you really want to move on, if you're like, this is a great guy, how the fuck are we not fucking? You should say that to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my time with you, but there's a physical side that we're not entering into. And it feels like mama needs some D mama needs a D and it feels like there's something I'm missing. I had this situation too. 
I've had this where I was hooking with a girl and it just like when we would go to have sex, mm-hmm. like she would just like worm it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like all of a sudden I'd go to take the shirt off and it like wouldn't come off. <laughs> there was no help from she her st- end. Stiffens up on you. Yeah, there was no help from her end. And I was just like, what's going on? And I said to her, I go, hey, I feel like we're like hitting that that moment. What's, you know, and then it comes out. Well, this and that, and I'm really not ready. And I go, okay, mm. goodbye. Right. But you need, we don't know what the answer Communication, is. Communication, baby, that's the key. But there's an answer. And six to seven times could mean micropenis. We mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just can't believe this woman wrote it on Reddit and the lack of empathy micropenis people Can I say get something? is crazy. Can I say something? Go. People never talk about the micro pussies, bro. Because there's micros out there, and then you they, they oh, be, stop. I, oh, it's hurting. Yeah. And you're like, I understand. <laughs> this sounds like a way for you to brag about the size oh, of Oh, yeah, penis. I totally know what you're talking you know what about. about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yo, yo, chill, it's hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's hurting. No, I'm just saying, dudes, a lot of Am times. Am I the only one that's ever seen a micro pussy? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Constantly. Yeah. Yo, so, and did you know back in the day, this is a thing, it's random. Sure. The smaller your penis, like all those Greek statues with the small penises. Mm. I heard this. That means you were more smarter. You were more powerful. You were. You that were sound. These top. all sound like things men created. <laughs> no, for sure. Apologize yeah. for their small penises. Make a statue of it, dude. That means my brain's bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what they say about small feet? Huge brain. Huge brain. Now make a statue of me. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Paint. They me. were like be- dudes with big dicks back in the day, like in the ancient Greek times, were like mongoloids. They I, were like demons. Dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I feel bad for the micro penis people. They just get called out after call out, and no one can say anything because then you have to admit to it if you defend them. Yo, shout out to all my micros out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Micro. My MPs. I'm rather micro penis than a micro uh, aggression. You know what I mean? Well, that, yeah, I, I just think like they should get handicap stickers, one. Mm. They shouldn't have to walk the parking lot. <laughs> Put them up front. I mean, this woman wrote this Reddit piece, and that's why I'm relating it to this girl, because, you know, she's 37, he's 34. Yeah, it's weird. They should be fucking. Um, but also, time to speak up. Especially in this day and age, I'll be honest with you, because even for me, dude, mm. I remember the first time I made out, well, the first time I tried to kiss my girl, she did the Matrix on me, bro. I came in for a kiss and she like went back. Like, oh, yeah. And then, yo, dude, I was so fucking like scared the next yeah. day because then I'm oh, like, I'm like, yo, did I just fucking did I do sexually yeah, do that's... some wrong shit? Even though we were talking for a while, I still felt like, wow, did I fuck up? Listen, I, I and I'm not saying that it shouldn't be hard to figure it. Yeah, it's going to be hard to figure out. We have to figure out this, you know, and I, I don't like when people are like, you know, they use like me too as an excuse. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. th- this has been hard forever for people that have acted the right way. Yeah. You know, all men have gone, uh, all men at some point have gone, oh, I thought I was getting a vibe and yeah. and then tried to kiss and then it didn't work out and then they all didn't get thrown in jail. No, There's yeah. nothing, you know, they were told, no, 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 I'm not giving that vibe and it's different. <laughs> so... Yeah, this is the the gray of life. Um, make that move, girl. She's got to make a little bit of more of a move. If you know you've been on six or seven dates, here's the other thing. There's a point. There's a there's a hill to dating. There's that if you want to fuck quickly, it happens on the way up, and then sometimes there's that top of the hill where it's like if we fuck here, we're still good. But if we fuck after that hilltop, 
Now we're in a relationship. So it could be that too, where he's like, if we fuck after six or seven dates, I'm now in something where I'm not sure about her. Because a lot of times you get put in these positions where if someone's holding out on sex, that's their contract for the relationship to have. Yeah, their their thing. That's their thing. Those things are connected, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but it's also fine for him to go, well, I'm still not sure that this, I do like you, but I, you know, listen, I, I want this to be more casual than it's become. So it could be that or it could be the other side where it's, yeah, he's got a, a but penis then even, the size of a fucking Lego. But then even in the communication, right? So, yeah, communicate. But then uh, is, what does he say? Oh, yeah, I got, I got a little little baby dick. Yeah, well, he said, you know, if he comes back and he goes, listen, I'm just not confident, my sexual, you know, it, it, you know, I would think that he's got a speech written up that he's practiced. Mm. Like if I was there, that's <laughs> the problem with the, with the micro dick community is there's no community. They don't come together. I don't think... Wouldn't you think that they could have meetings where they could like be like give ladder statements out to each other, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. they could like say, "Hey, if you're put in this situation, here's how we handle things." You say yeah, that, good. but they also converge on Reddit, I believe. That's they have a spot in Reddit group. I've heard. So maybe the internet is their thing, but I I think a lot of the Reddit people are there to be mean and evil, as opposed to constructive. Some, like if I like some communities, yeah, yeah. As I think if you go to like a high school auditorium or a high school classroom once every month and get together with someone, then you're a little bit more constructive because you've left the house. So you're like, okay, we got to do something with this time, which could be, here's our response to women that wonder why we haven't had sex yet. Here's how you deal. You know, like, you know how they give, like how they have like, um, women's defense classes. (laughs) There should be micro dick. Defense Cla- classes. classes, like yeah, yeah. You know, emotional, emotional, emotional micro dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the hardest. Damn, so we should much. start that, but that, that we'd be frauds. Then so. we're yeah, we well. Can't do that. Then I don't want to act like I'm their penis ally. god. Yeah, you're the ally. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be an ally. I don't want to be that. Petey, thank you for coming. Out. Shelby, thank you for bringing the thank news. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Petey, thank you for coming on. At PD's jokes. Go follow. Go support. So fucking funny. At PD's Jokes on Instagram. Thank you for coming. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.